Hey, what's going on, y'all? It's your girl, Wanda, and you're watching Pen Game 101, so stay tuned. Oh, uh, yeah. Check the pen game, check the pen game. Got your favorite rappers going insane. Then we run the gauntlet like the end game. So what you waiting for? Check the pen game. What's going on, everybody? It's Justin, editor-in-chief of RapZilla.com, and I am back with the Pen Game 101 crew, Elijah Matos, Luke DiMarzio, and your boy, Cutright. So what up, everybody? What up, panelists? So we got a special one today. We have Wande Aishola, Reach Records artist, the first lady that we're having on this show, and she's going to talk about her new project, The Decision EP, which is, of course, the follow-up to her amazing project that dropped earlier this year exit and uh, this is going to be a dope one i can already tell so let's let's kick it of course actual pen of pen game 101 where we break down the pen of the artist and we, we speak about what we think they're trying to say and how we feel about this project so let's kick it off we're gonna go luke cutright elijah and let's start it off with love for you yeah love for you it kicks off a uh, melodic hook, nice trap beat. It's really fast paced. It's got a, like like a high speed chase is what I thought, and it had kind of gain the world yet lose your soul kind of verses to it. I really liked I really liked this song. Um, it felt like it belonged on the album. Um, I, I'm just I'm just curious about how this uh, EP came to be. I feel like she could have just put these on the album anyway. That's my first thoughts. Yeah, I, I thought the design was wavy, you know, like from the title. I didn't expect something like this for some reason. I thought it was going to be like slow and sing-songy, but then I forgot that this is one day and she got more energy than a spirit bomb out this mug, you know what I'm saying? But the verse switch up was like, ha, me, ha, me, ha. Yeah, I mean, but I'm saying, I, you know, like, plus, you know, she had, she had that dope, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying no Goku line too, you know what I mean? So that's dope, you know. Uh, but the delivery was so effortless and clean and the bars were witty and doctrinally sound too, which is always dope to hear from a younger artist, you know what I'm saying? I love how multi-layered the hook was as well. Um, it's really centered on God's love toward us, which sometimes can be easy to forget, especially in times like the ones we live in. You know what I mean, I echo the sentiments of my guys over here. I think this song has such dope energy right from the top. And Wande has got a sick flow that's only grown uh, since she signed with Reach. So I got a few standout bars here. She said, thought you had control. You, you see it ain't that easy. Stop trying to be God. Shout out to Travis Scott. Uh, things just had to go this way. Just get you focused. Never want to see you down. It brings me pain, but I never walked away. That one seemed like it was from the perspective of God himself, although it could be one day talking to someone close to her. Either way, the idea being, um, although the individual who's speaking is, is certainly hurt by the pain that they're seeing in someone else, uh, God is still working together all things for, the, for his good. So um, last one, steady fill in voids with them temporary cravings. You should just get lost in all this love. Call it amazing. So. Like Cut said, uh, Wandy's not only a dope rapper, she's also got dope doctrine. So don't lose that. All right, the next track is Bad News. Yeah, Bad News, to me, it presented like an interlude. Um, I didn't feel like there was much to it. Um, so I didn't really know how to critique it other than that. It was just a bunch of sounds, kind of. And I mean, she said some things, but it, there wasn't like, I didn't feel like there was like a complete thought really to it. 
So, yeah, that's that's my thoughts on this one. I agree. I can't lie. I had a hard time trying to figure out what the song was about, even after listening to it a few times. First, I thought it was about the media bringing us bad news because it started with the TV static. Then I thought it was about just people who bring bad news and then believers who preach condemnation over proclaiming the good news. And then I was like, well, maybe it's just about all three at the same time. Like, you know, like the first song, this one probably has more layers than a Kim Kardashian wedding cake. But I just dug how it was so short, yet it managed to take me in all these directions, you know, to try to, you know, figure out and decide what it is. It's a dope record sonically, too. And, you know, that's just a part of the mystery. I'm just put on my Scooby-Doo mask and we're going to see what's about. Yeah, I agree with these guys. I wrote down, doesn't have a ton of lyrics for breakdown, but based on what we do have, it's uh, definitely following up with some of the themes of the previous track. We're talking about the idea of leaving uh, sin and evil behind and turning to God, uh, which makes a lot of sense given the EP title, The Decision. Uh, this one also seems to flip the idea of the gospel meaning good news. So one day he's fleeing from bad news. Um, the only bar I really caught that was of uh, particular interest was, so now I'm leaving. That's what happens when you know the truth. So really building on that theme of like, yeah, I'm fleeing from sin. I'm fleeing from um, sort of worldly pleasures and turning back towards Jesus. Final track of this project appropriately is called Last. The thing I was most impressed with on this track was just her performance overall. Like she's really good at shifting gears from melody to flows. And she even has like a hybrid, like where she's got a melody and a flow. Um, the beat here was just okay. I didn't really feel like it had much creativity to it. Um, but her performance was what stuck out because of that. I think maybe they just didn't want to add too much to the beat because she was just killing it with what she was doing on the mic. Um, it was a really fun listen. And then at the end, the auto-tune ad-libs uh, added a lot and they were they were pretty cool. So that's my thoughts on that one. It was tough to me. I mean, it was straight up proclamation, declaration, adoration, exaltation, music right here. I love the honesty I love the vulnerability and the maturity she put on display. Uh, yeah, we've been through some messes, taught me some lessons. Sometimes I need that correction. That's worth more to me than possessions. What? What, bro? That's that's a gem right there for listeners who are listening to that. You know what I'm saying? This whole song was a treasure chest full of affirmations for the listeners to hold on to. This is my favorite song in the project. And that's why Last is going first on my list because... Is biblical, like this project. First is last, last is first. I loved every song, the hook and the verse. That's how we did it today. That's, <laughs> yeah, man. I just want to say, if there's one thing I can say about Wanda, if it was only one, Wanda makes our faith really cool. Like there's few people who could ever say, team saved, like out loud and not cause me to roll my eyes, but she's, she's one of them. Um, but yeah, there's also really powerful stuff here. It's not just like a really fun uh, record. There's also really powerful stuff here about the sort of conflict that she experienced even in her own home when she says, uh, I saw the vision, it brought division. I made a decision, follow Jesus regardless of a civilian opinion. Uh, Cut talked about this a little bit. He alluded to it. But the idea that Wande is giving um, a voice to Christians who are experiencing a totally different reality than a lot of what the CHH market is, is even pre uh, doing right now, where it's like, it's not just the world you're struggling with. It can be your own home where, where there's this sort of conflict between following Jesus and doing um, what's normal or approved of. So super encouraging to see her even so hopeful, even 
uh, throughout those struggles. All right. And that's the pen of the decision EP. Now we're going to hear from Wande. We're going to play some games and we're going to do the 101. So we are here with the pen game 101 crew. And in front of us is Wande, artist from Reach Records, who just dropped her EP, The Decision. So Wande is here to play some games with us. And then, of course, she's going to take us to the 101 and she's going to answer all of our crazy questions and also play our crazy games. And uh, hopefully Wande is up to the challenge today. Wande, what's up? How you doing? Man, you know, I'm doing straight. You know, I'm back in Texas, so, you know, it's a great time. <laughs> all right, dope. So let's let's kick it off to the game cut right. Hit us with that first game. And, and Wande, I hope you're ready. Yo, hey, what's up, what's up? Welcome to Pin Game, Wanda. I won't screw, oh, Lord, I done tell her the wrong name. Don't find me, don't find me. Look, Wanda, listen. Yo, you are a Wonder Woman with the wordplay, right? So because of that, we're going to build a bar. So we, we testing your, your lyrical miracle skills. We about to drop these joints on you. So the first word, when I'm, I'm going to give you a word. You got to come up with some bars for the words, right? The first word. Wait, wait, wait. You only need two lines. You don't, you don't have to go, go crazy. Unless you just got bars like that. <laughs> all right, yo, all right, yo. So the first, the first word is Vegeta. Okay. Vegeta. Interesting. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like the context of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> so I'm like... <laughs> Do you like, know anything ask, about ask, Dragon Ball Z? Questions. Can you give me like the character traits of Vegeta? Vegeta got <laughs> spiky hair. He's short. He a prince. You know what I'm saying? He angry. I feel like it's a spelling bee. Can you use it in a <laughs> sentence? <laughs> <laughs> ah. Okay. I have. Okay. I have something building in my head. Hold up. Mm. And so. Is does is Vegeta does he have like a like a character flaw in terms of like is he prideful? Yeah, most definitely. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hold on. <laughs> like, oh, she so, can she she about to she building she in the I construction just, well, right here. So, like, I have to like talk it out. That's how I talk out my bars. So I'm like it's weird, but I'm thinking in my head. So okay, hold on. I'm thinking in my head. Give me like thirty seconds to like structure out the words. I don't. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm, why don't you give her the next word too, and maybe she can put them together. Oh, all right, Febreze. <laughs> I mean, you move them fast, thinking life was just a breeze. <laughs> Febreze, this is so interesting. I'm just like, so with Vegeta, I'm just thinking of the word cheetah, and so I was trying to think of how to context the words together and think, think like things are like you know, like life moving fast, got you coming like a cheetah. Don't let that pride, the private control the fall, so I don't end up like Vegeta or something like that. There you go. Okay. There you go. Okay, no, okay. that was perfect. Okay, all uh, right, yo, that's so perfect. I, so I'll let you get, get, get it for Breeze. You got that one eye. I, I said, so next word is going to be vagabond. Shout to J. Crumb, vagabond. All right, I've heard that word a lot as well. Can you give me context on what that means? <laughs> See, girl, why are you trying to test me right here? <laughs> it's like a. It's like a. A vagabond is like uh is like poor in spirit kind of thing. Like then they move around a lot. Yeah, and that too. Okay, shout out to God because you know He paid my bond and trying to be out here living like a vagabond. Okay, 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 okay. This this one this one may be a little easy. Baby Yoda. 
See, y'all choosing all these topics I have nothing about. I don't watch Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> no, this is all right. This, these, we didn't come up with these together. This is all your fault. <laughs> well, but everybody knows that. It's happening with all the shows and all the things that I, I just have no context on. Okay. All right, give, so, give me give me baby yogurt. Baby yogurt. Gogurt. Instead of baby Yoda. In and baby out. Yogurt. Let's go in, in and out. That's the word. <laughs> in and out. That's where we're going to go. In and out. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm like, uh, there's so many things. In and out. Let's see. I'm like, I don't know. I'm out, of, I'm out of blank for words, but I don't know. In and out, time to go and get the cheese. Hey. <laughs> Can't like, find a Whataburger? Know. When in doubt, you got $3, settle for in and out That's how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, word. Okay, okay. Last word is decision. All right. I mean, I definitely rapped about it in my own song, so I'm like, I could actually default for that. But um, let me see. What do I want to talk about? All right. Life comes at you fast. Get you cutting like incisions. Sometimes you got to think and make those quick decisions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, congratulations. You have survived. Yeah. Build a bar. We now have a little nice little bar cake. I give it to you. I mail it to you three to five days. <laughs> you got to pay for uh, postage, though. You can do that. <laughs> <laughs> right, congratulations. Congratulations. See, Wanda, that, that Vegeta bar, considering that you had no idea like really who he was was like one of the best hey. probably rhymes we had in this whole thing yeah it's also really cool to hear her talk about how she was thinking about building the bar so mm-hmm. i mean that, that works with the whole segment yeah that that whole that whole process was really dope and right. you know what i'm saying people they get to see your process they see the process live that's right um well not live but you know what i mean um uh, yeah. yeah we're not live don't worry um, all right, Eli. So let's let's Eli's next, and he's got the trivia game. So yeah, yeah. Hopefully, these uh, questions come up a little easier than than the wild words Cut was throwing at you because this is stuff that you know. I think you have a little experience with one day. So I heard that you studied biology and journalism in college. So uh, so oh, I studied biology. Well, biology in high school, and then in college was journalism and PR. Okay, okay. I think these. I think these should work though. All right, yeah. you ready? All right, first question. What is the powerhouse of the cell? <laughs> I'm trying to think of the rap I wrote to see if he'll answer the question. <laughs> I'm like... I'm like, I don't know. I forgot about the, the science world. I, I want to guess everything like mitochondria. But That's it, that's it, that's it. <laughs> Look at the flex. Look at the flex. I was just guessing, you know. (laughs) All right. That's crazy. (laughs) We're proud of you. We're starting off strong. We're starting off strong. All right. Wow. Look at the Lord. (laughs) All right. Question two. What are the three macromolecules found in our foods? See, I have no idea for that situation. Is it like carbohydrates and... uh, um, Okay, I'm trying to think of people we talk about when they eat. Protein? Yep. All right, one more. Yeah. Oh, protein, carbs. Uh, people are like, I need to cut down on my, what do they be talking about? Um, protein, carbohydrates. 
Those are the two I can think about. I can't think of the last one that he will be talking about. You got a lot of. It, it comes from uh, butter. Is that helpful? Lipids. The, yes. Mad? All right. Lipids. You got the sciency name for it too. All right. Mad, mad humble. I don't know who Vegeta is. Rex a bar. <laughs> I don't know anything about science anymore. Lipids. <laughs> Mitochondria. <laughs> Uh, all right, we'll move on to the journalism category now. Question three. What are the five W's and one H of a story? Who, what, when, where, why, how? That's it. That was easy. Well, all right, cool, cool, cool. All right, number four. What's the difference between a fact and opinion? Uh, I mean, a fact has, has a definite answer. An opinion can be interpreted multiple ways. That's it. That's it. Perfect. I feel like I'm on like, are you smarter than the fifth graders? <laughs> In all seriousness, that's exactly what I thought of when I was constructing these questions. It's perfect. These are at least these are at least eighth grade words. <laughs> all right, we're gonna move on to the Christmas category now because you know it's the month of December. We're all hype. We're all celebrating. We gotta promote the gift, even though it's a, a, the deluxe edition came out last year. What can you name three Christmas carols? Um. Yes. Uh, Frosty the Snowman, uh, Carol of the Bells, and, uh, I'm singing a song. I'm like, oh my goodness. No, that's Frosty the Snowman. Uh, no, I'm like, does the Grinch count? Like, does the Grinch <laughs> I, I, I will accept uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take it. We'll take it. The Grinch. All right. Silent Night. That's a traditional one. <laughs> oh, Silent Night. There you go. All right. Same category. Christmas. Can you name three Christmas movies? Uh, this Christmas, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, and uh, A Christmas Carol. Perfect. All right. Next category, music, CHH. We're going right in there. Can you name two or more of the women in Christian hip-hop who were signed last year besides yourself? Um... Uh... Angie Rose, and uh, was, was AI Anomaly what she yep. said? Got it. Yeah, you're doing great. All right. Last question. In an interview earlier this year with Justin, you mentioned to us Praying For You by Lecrae was the first song you heard when searching for Christian rap. What Lecrae album did that song appear on? I'm like, was that on the album? Is this a trick question? <laughs> but, um... Cause it's before or after the music stops. I'm like, what is before that? Real talk? It was after the music stops. Oh, it was after the music stops? Oh, wow. Uh, we'll give it to you anyway. Like, after the music stops, it's like a rock album. So then I was like, that's not a rock song. That's what I associate that with. <laughs> you got to press Lecrae about it. I'm sure he'll tell you why it was on that one. Situations. Yeah. Great job, Wanda. We appreciate you. Justin, take that, it away. Yeah, that was almost a, a clean sweep of of the trivia game. So you, you might've won the million dollars or whatever it is. It would have been close. You could have phoned, you could have actually phoned Lecrae. Can I ask you a question about your own music? That would have been your phone. He'll be like, I have no idea. That's too old. Um, Luke. So Luke's got the last game and it's called run it back. So Luke, take it away. Yeah. All right. Wande. So you've been around for a minute. And so, uh, it's kind of cool. I, uh, decided to dig into some older tracks and so we're going to do run it back. And the goal is for you to, I'm going to start one of your rhymes from an older track you've done and you have to finish the rhyme. All right. All right. All right. Does it sound fun? 
Yeah, let's I'm, do it. So I'm not going to tell you what, what song it is. I'm just going to start saying it and see if you can pick up from where I am. And I'm not that great of a rapper, so I'm just going to say the first line as best as I can. See if you can pick All right. up. All right. Go ahead and ask me how I do it. I had plans to see my mind. The Lord went and blew it. Go ahead. Ask me how I do it. How I do it. I, I had plans to see my mind. The Lord went and blew it. I know the flow. Yeah, it's the song. Give it two more lines. Give it two more lines. You look at my life, man. You cannot undo it. He, he, uh, giving me something, something. It rhymes with blue. I never say blue, but he's with that red. I mean, he gave me life. I'm not dead. I was searching for that repentance. Then he went and gave me acceptance. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's too hard. Yeah, yeah. It's good. It's good. Do you remember who who that song was with? Yeah, it's Holy Ghost with Mandela. Yeah. Doing a music. Yeah. All right. First off, what is that? Okay. Um, all right. And this one is probably a better known one, but it was the first time I ever heard you. So that's why I chose this song. So uh, uh, here we go. This one is, it starts like this. Gotta go. Adios. Vamanos. Amigos. No, I can't stay in this place. Uh, homie, there's levels. I don't mess with devils. You messy then get out my face. Yeah. Really? I pick up on cues. Don't got to sit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, you passed. There we go. You got it. Yeah, you you killed the you killed the games challenge. Good good work. Yeah. Do you remember? Do you know what the, what that song was? Uh, gotta go by uh uh, Drew Bex. Yeah, yeah. And all right. So let's let's hit the one on one. So one day you are going to be receiving questions that we're going to hit you with, uh, basically just about the album or yourself. So Luke. Kick us off with the first question. Yeah, I uh, I was mainly curious about how the decision came to fruition. Like, were these tracks just kind of sitting around for a rainy day, or did you have a plan for this? Like, maybe talk about, um, maybe talk about how it, how it came to be. Yeah, so it kind of was like a a natural development. So it came to play because two of the songs I've had, well. Let me think. Yeah, two of the songs I already had, like, since before Exit. And, like, so actually, Love For You, I wrote it the same time I wrote In Love. And In Love came out, like, two years ago. And then, um, and then, uh, Bad News, I wrote that maybe, like, a year ago, like, while I was working on Exit and stuff. So, like, these are songs that, like, it, Love For You was supposed to come out, and it was supposed to be on Exit, but because, like, we had to do a beat change for legal reasons, and then after the beat change happened, I was like, oh, I don't think I like the song anymore just because I was like so used to the other song. So then it just never made the cut. But it was more of like the song wasn't bad. It was just our internal annoyance of knowing what it what it could have been. And so like it just kind of got forgotten. And then Bad News was supposed to be an interlude because my exit was supposed to kind of actually exit was supposed to sound like the decision. But then I randomly like had a mind switch and it, it didn't. And so okay. that's kind of like what happened. But um the decision actually came because we were actually working with YouTube on some stuff um, to do some cool videos. And so we're like, oh, we need a song. So then I was like, hey, you know, but in the search of, in the quest of looking for the song, it's so funny because I wanted to do last, but then our team, 
like as a whole was like, oh, I don't know if last is the, is the song. So then I had to keep working. So I was like, okay, we're going to keep working. And so like, we were just doing all this stuff to make all these different songs. Cause like, it's a starting model to keep working until, until you find it. And so we kept working um, just to find something like trappy, upbeat. Then I randomly remembered my song Love For You. And I was like, oh, this song is really good. And so luckily I found that song in the midst of creating all those other songs that I now have in my archives. Um, and so essentially that's kind of like how it came to, came together. Cause I made love for you. And then, uh, whenever I played love for you and played last right after that, people were like, Oh wait, last actually is a really good song. Never mind." <laughs> and then, <laughs> uh, it's kind of turned into a situation because then I had bad news and I was like, Oh, this actually kind of blows really well together. And so that's kind of just how it all came together. Nice. So as a follow-up to that, is there a decision that you're hoping the listener makes after listening? Yeah, I hope that you, you know, choose to follow Jesus. So I think it was actually really cool because kind of like God, he was fighting for all the songs. Like last, like how it ended up being like the music video and everything. Like it was God saying like, hey, you keep sleeping on this song, but I'm going to make the circumstances turn out to where you have no option where this is going to be the one with the music video and this is going to be the one with with the focus. And um, I think it's really cool because the whole project, even how it all coincidentally came together, focuses on like communicating how God loves us and how he cares about us, even when our circumstances don't look like he does. Um, and just kind of like um, prompting you to just continue to choose God, even whenever temptations come your way and all these different things come your way. So I hope that whoever listens to it will do an internal reflection and be like, dang, what am I holding on to that I need to let go? You know, or man, have have I been kind of running away from God's love for me and do I need to seek that? So I would just hope that you would listen to it and want to go deeper in your relationship with God after listening to it. So one day, bad news. Don't you bring me no bad news. That bad news is the shortest song on the album, yet it's the most elusive. The record, at least from my listening standpoint, was presented as a multi-layered entendre. Can you expound on the themes and the motivation behind the song? Yes, so I really love bad news because... Yeah, it can be interpreted into your own personal struggles that you're struggling with, whatever you're addicted to currently that the Lord needs you to say goodbye to. And so um, I really love that song because um, it can be applied to yourself and it can be applied to your addictions and to sin. Um, and just saying like, man, every time, it can be applied to relationships too, but it's kind of like, man, every time I come to this addiction or this thing that's not good for me, this, this fleshly aspect, you know, every time I come here, I think it's great for a second. I'm like, oh, this is this is fun. This is great. But then there's always a catch and there's always bad news that, you know, follows the situation. And internally in your head, you know, I need to leave. Um, but, you know, for some reason, you just keep coming back, you know. And it's like God's like, I've been telling you, you're supposed to leave. But no. And so then the end, I left it purposely with mumbles because it's like your internal groaning of like, man, I need to leave and I really want to leave, but I can't, but I really need to leave. And so it's like your internal groaning of like when God's telling you not to do something and you're like, ah, but you know what you need to do. So it's the internal groaning, but then the person at the end says, you know, I'm going to leave because that's what happens when you know the truth. So they know the truth of what God tells them to do. But, and so they finally choose to leave, but they, they still groan in the process before they need to do it. That's deep. Mm -hmm. yeah that was beautiful i had i wasn't 
Dang. Okay. All right. Well, going on to the last song of the EP, last uh, similar sort of um, really interesting uh, perspective on the sort of conflict that emerged uh, with you and your dad that Justin uh, talked to you a little bit about earlier in this year. Uh, that mm-hmm. you know that conflict started when you started to embrace Christianity as your own. Um, you also allude to it on last when you say pops was tripping, had to follow God on my own time. Do you have any advice or perspective for young people in a position like yours? where they're dedicating their lives to Jesus without necessarily having the support of their entire family. Yeah, I would say music actually plays a big role. So the other day I had a life epiphany. I'm like, man, what we're doing like really matters. Because like, I remember in those moments, like I would get punished sometimes. And so like, literally the only thing that kept me to like, you know, sane was like music. So like I would somehow, I don't know how I got these headphones and to not get noticed, but I would have music or the song that I already knew I would sing it in my head. And like a lot of these Christian rap songs and stuff like that at the time talked about like, you know, loving your neighbor, you know, despite whatever is going on or, you know, in life you're going to have trials, but it's okay. And like rejoice. And so like in a lot of those moments too, like I felt closer to Jesus. Like I understood an aspect of Jesus where it's like, you didn't do anything wrong with these people are persecuting you and they hate you for no reason. And so it was, it's almost a moment of where you can understand a new level of Jesus and get closer to him. Kind of like whenever you go through something and you meet somebody else who's gone through that same experience like y'all have a y'all have a close bonding experience because y'all can relate to that situation that other people can't relate to and so yeah i would say um that's why it's also good just to fill your spirit with good things like music because in those moments whenever you're sad or whatever's going on like you can you can meditate on things that will bring out the best of you also you know read your bible so that way, also, when trials come, you can meditate and remind yourself what God is telling you, like, hey, when the trials come, people are going to hate you, but don't respond hate with hate, respond hate with love. And I feel like, um, yeah, because your natural reaction wouldn't be to be nice in that situation or whatever. But I think whenever you're constantly feeding yourself with, like, these positive things and stuff like that, it's, it helps you hold on. And if you even look at, like, if you go into slavery, right, like, slavery is a very traumatic experience, like, very bad. Uh, but slaves the way that they were able to, you know, form community and still find like some type of joy in their torturous days was by singing. Like they sang like spirituals, they sung um, hymns and praises. And so those things lifted their spirits despite like the depressive moments around them. So I would say like, that's basically uh, my advice to people in that situation. That's cool. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm curious to know if as you have grown as an artist and as your reach has uh, grown, if you've had any mentors or people around you who have been able to pour into you, um, give you some wisdom along the way, and uh, how you've been impacted by people like this, um, yeah, to get to where you are now. Yeah, I'm not even going to cap. It's been a kind of lonely road. I feel like as of recently, now I've gotten, you know, more people in my life, but I would say... I would say at the beginning, before I found out I could do music, uh, I had like cool mentors and stuff in terms of like my pastors. So I would say I've had mentors outside of music, but not inside of music. So I would say outside of music, I've had mentors in terms of like my church and stuff. Um, I've I've met cool people who like just pour into me, my faith, like my pastors or like small groups that I've been in, different communities. Like I've learned different things over my course of my life and people have kept me grounded. And a lot of my friends also aren't musically talented. So I would say my friends keep me grounded. Um, and then I would say, like, for instance, now my manager, though, like my manager, her name is Erin. 
and I have an assistant named Nage. So they definitely love the Lord too. So they pour into me as a friend, make sure they keep me accountable and stuff like that. So I would say I have great friends and like uh, people who have mentored me in terms of my character of life. But I would say in music, I feel like I've never really had a mentor in music. I feel like that's one of the unfortunate things about being a girl. So I would say like, yeah, I feel like I haven't really had that yet. So we'll see what, what happens in life if I stumble upon somebody. But I feel like because of because of the weird dynamic of the girl thing, I feel like it's not something where I can just be up at a guy's house and be like, oh my gosh, mentor me. Because a mentorship thing is like a close relationship, obviously. Right. And so I feel like I haven't really had that musically, but I feel like uh, personally as a human being I have, which is great because then I can just pour that into the music. Um, so you're one of the leading ladies in Christian hip hop, and you're also an artist who is a Nigerian American. With Afro pop gaining more and more popularity, have you considered the possibility of doing a few records or possibly following Cardex footsteps on putting together a collaboration project with other Afro pop artists or Nigerian Americans like Limo Blaze or Tobe Nguame? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, but, uh, I missed yeah. the last name on. I just say Tobe. Yeah, Tobe. Yeah, I think I've definitely thought about that. Uh, I think it would be definitely be great to just do something to honor my heritage. I enjoy Afrobeat music too. So, you know, it's always a great time. I think uh, for me, it's just a matter of focus. So it's kind of like, you know, even though at the moment, like, because there's not that many women I happen to be the person who's leading in that area. I still feel like, hey, man, I'm just getting started. I still got a lot of things to accomplish. And so because I feel like I have a lot of things to accomplish, I'm like, hey, you got to stay focused and you got to put these rap songs out. And so I feel like that's my main focus now. But as I, like, establish my career and then become, like, more, like, solidified, like, as a household situation, then I feel like um, I'd be open to branching out. But still in the meantime, though, I'm always open to things, kind of like how Reach always does, like, the summer playlist. Like, I'm always down to, like, you know, let me drop two songs, you know, support the culture. But I think um, it's always important just in life to focus on your main goal before you branch off into other scenarios. So, yeah. Dope, dope. Wanda, you mentioned the word accomplishments. And I think this year, even though it's been a crazy year, has kind of been the year of one day where you've had these really dope accomplishments. You've had dope achievements. You've had uh, really dope looks, too, from Michelle being on Michelle Obama's playlist to finding out Missy Elliott follows you on Twitter and several opportunities on ESPN. Um, so what's it like just seeing so many of these dope things happening at once? And has the insanity of this year at all affected your internalization of all of it? No, it's honestly been pretty wild. I'm just wild, like, you know, shout out to God, you know? Uh, I just feel like, I feel like that's been a reoccurring story in my life, like God fighting for me. So I think it's been really lit just to see like the Lord's hand on my life. So it's kind of like, hey man, hate is going to hate, but you can't, you can't sleep on God, man. And so, uh, I think that's that's really cool because I feel like that's honestly been a reoccurring thing in my life. Like even if you look at the whole Reach situation, like you know, based on normal statistics, it wasn't supposed to work out. But you know, the Lord fought for me, and then you know, I'm I'm out here in these streets. And so I think it's been really cool just to see all these things happen. Um, I think I think it honestly just adds to my story in terms of people taking God seriously because a lot of times I'm very I'm very like positive, I'm like Amen, shout out Jesus, but. I think with all these things happening, taking place, like a lot of people are like, you know, maybe I should take God more seriously because apparently, you know, you'd be talking about God and things be working out. So, you know, let me just listen to what this girl's saying. And so 
I'm just really happy for the for the success because it broadens just my credibility in terms of my reach, and then uh, just you know makes people take God more seriously. So I'm like, I'll be telling you, man, God is the move, and so that's that's my favorite part of the whole aspect. Well, just, she was just it was so deep, bro. I just was marinating on it. That's what happened. It was just so deep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just had to let it sit, yo. So before getting signed, you worked as an A and R. Right. So when you're looking at the landscape of the genre today, there's an abundance of dope females in the game. Are there any ladies in particular that you feel could potentially make a great addition to the Reach roster or any other CHH labels today? Hmm. I feel like as of the last recent months, I haven't been in-depthly looking as much as I should have. And so I would say... I haven't really been like like peeping that much, but I would say there's one girl who I enjoy. Her name is Linga. And so I think that she's really dope. Like whenever I see her, I'm like, you remind me of myself. I like this. And so, uh, yeah, I think she's super dope. Cause like, I always like people who have like just a genuine character and heart for God, like, but then they also just have the talent. And so I feel like Linga, like, hey man, she's got the sauce, man. Can't you can't replicate the sauce, man? And so, and I think she just legitimately loves God. Like she literally just like graduated from Bible college type stuff. Um, but it's really cool. I think she she kind of just gives me like pure spirit vibes, which I enjoy. And so, and then obviously like someone like Cass, but you know Cass doing her own thing, so she living her life. Uh, is there a sense of sisterhood among like the ladies in CHH? Like you talked about Linga and Cass. Like I know before you said you know that. Uh, with Erin, you kind of had like the mentorship and friends pouring it down, uh, pouring into you. But is there kind of like a developed like sisterhood or a blossoming sisterhood amongst some of the ladies that's in the in the genre? Yeah, I would say it's a work in progress. So I would say in my inner circle, it's like a sisterhood. So like in terms of like the people I see consistently, like Erin and Nate and stuff. So I would say definitely that is like that. It's like oh yeah, that's my that's my fam. Um, I would say it's just kind of, it's kind of hard, I guess, because of COVID too. Like we, we're not seeing people in real life. So, you know, there's a lot of people who I still need to know more, but I would say I always make an intentional effort to reach out to somebody and like at least try to be their homie. And so it's kind of, it's, it's on them to reciprocate the energy. But I would say for the most part, like I always try to be supportive of everybody and like, you know, say like, hey, if you need somebody, let me know. And so, yeah. But I'll say for the most part, it's there. It's just like, now we have to actually see each other in real life. So, yeah. Gotcha. Well, switching gears to other people you've collaborated with, Wande, your recent verse on Restored is put as simply as possible, Fire. Uh, and after the Restoration Deluxe album dropped, AHA tweeted out and said, I love how everybody gives Cray their hardest verses, which KB also shared a few years back in discussing his uh, feature on Home Team. So from Hello. your perspective, is there like an added layer of incentive or pressure to perform when members of the Reach team are hopping on a song with Lecrae? I would say, I mean, you know that the most eyeballs are going to be on it. So it's like, hey, if there was ever a time to, you know, snap, it's now. <laughs> and so I would say that's it. But I think one thing that whenever I saw that tweet, I was like, hey, man, because, you know, it's kind of like if you and it's kind of like I think I've said this before in the past, just like passively. But it's kind of like, oh, if LaGrae told you to write a song, you know, you're going to write a fire song. So it's like, why do you not do that for yourself? And so it's also you know, dawned upon me to just, I feel like I have a whole new approach to music. So 2021, stay tuned. It's going to be a situation. But 
it's kind of just like, hey, man, like, you can actually die at any moment. So it's like, it's the legacy that you, you're leaving. Is this something that you're going to be proud of? Or is it something where you're going to be like, oh, well, if I had another song, I would have been made it fire. But it's like, make this song fire now. And so I feel like I have, like, a new approach to just, you know, executing everything with excellence and, like, executing everything with, like, a legacy that I didn't want to leave behind. So, yeah. And you said you could die at any moment with like the biggest smile on your face. You, know, <laughs> you could die at any moment. <laughs> and I was like, cold, cold blooded. All right. So my final question for you, and maybe I'm not paying attention, but I haven't seen you speak too much about it. So you have something that I don't believe anyone else in this space has. Do you have a beauty line? So can you talk about Win Beauty and, and your spirit for like being an entrepreneur? Yeah, so I'm super excited about Women Beauty because I feel like a lot of women just, you know, in our space are neglected in that particular area. And, you know, I feel like beauty products are a lot of fun. And from an entrepreneurial perspective, it's actually much better because it's you don't have to deal with sizes. There's no small, medium, large. It's just, hey, here's the product. Do you like it or do not? And so uh, from an entrepreneurial perspective, it's much easier inventory-wise and you can, like, broaden um, – you know, your choices of products. But I think it's also cool because I just like, even with merch, right? I wanted to only sell things that I would actually wear. And then with beauty, I was like, okay, well, these are products that I actually like. And, uh, you know, I'm like, let me, let me put my sisters on. So I'm somebody who I always like to put people on to like high quality things that are affordable. So I'm like, if I have access to these high quality beauty products that are affordable, let me, let me show you the ways and um, it's kind of a way, too, just for me to, like, pour back into even, like, girls who are developing as adolescents, because a lot of my fans are teens and stuff like that, too. And so sometimes it's like, hey, you know, my mom isn't really into beauty stuff, but I want to be into beauty stuff and figure out how to do this without breaking my bank, but also, like, loving myself as a human being. So it's a cool way for me to pour into people, too, just about, like, normal beauty and, like, loving yourself. But then also, if you want to enhance certain things, you know, and just be extra occasionally, you know? Here's how to apply makeup and all that stuff. So it's it's a lot of fun. So yeah. Now is is win an acronym for your name? Yeah, so it's an acronym for multiple things, but um win it also it stands for one day show network. So that encompasses like the network of all the different things that I do. But when it's just also just embodying, you know, it means what's important now. So like, you know, focusing on like what really matters in life and like also just the mentality of winning. So yeah. <laughs> That's okay. What okay, dope. All right. So one day, here is your chance. Plug, plug away. Let us know what what's going on. What can we look forward to? Obviously, you just dropped the project. So, um, just wherever you want. Here you go. Here's your here's your moment. <laughs> All right. Well, what's up, y'all? It's Wanda. Make sure you go listen to the decision. You know, you're gonna get the raps. You're gonna get the bars. You're gonna get the high energy situations. You know. You know, I would describe it as part two to Iconic from uh, from Exit. That's how I would describe this project. Um, also, you know, Win Beauty, Win Gang. So check out Win Beauty if you want to just see some affordable products for the beauty life. You know, you can give it to your girl or if you're a girl, you can get it for yourself. And, you know, just support support the Win Gang. Follow, follow me at OMG It's Wande. Support the journey. It's a great time. And, you know, support Rapzilla. You know, they be out here doing great things for the kingdom and putting you on to, you know, artists. So make sure you keep up with them so you can keep up with what's, what's going on in, you know, Christian hip hop. We'd love to see it. All right. One <laughs> day. Good job for getting through the Pengi 101. I hope you have fun. Uh, this, this was super dope.
you you have joined a long line of of reach records people who have done the show we we had Kardak, we had holvey um kb who's obviously not there anymore but he was our our first episode um and uh yeah so super exciting we're, we're trying to get that that whole team on here well, you so. was the first lady because you the first and, lady and she, and she was hey, also the first lady you breaking you know you breaking it down two snaps <laughs> up hey get it that's right oh man <laughs> wanda thank you so much have a merry really christmas problem merry christmas and Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and yes. uh, can't wait to see what you got coming in the new year. Hey, lad, let me know when when you start making like beer products because I'm struggling over here. I need, I mean, you beauty, you know, you know, you know, you know, you make beauty when you got something for the beast. Let me know. <laughs> you know, yeah, man, that's a good idea, that's a good idea though. But, don't, all right, well, don't forget the bearded ladies either. All right, <laughs> oh, man. All right, one day. Take it easy. Right. See you. Bye. All right, bye. Peace. All right, so that was Wande, and Wande, thank you so much for joining us. The first lady on the show, another artist from Reach Records who's joining us. She was super dope. She killed the Vegeta bars um, and almost got a solid 100 on, on the trivia examination that, that Eli threw at her. She remembered the songs that Luke threw, so we had a very a very good showing. Like If, if we had the judges like Olympics, you know, what would we be holding up? like a, a solid nine she did yeah. almost 10 9.5 so she she did dope um so guys what a in conclusion what do you think about this episode about one day the project everything how can we sum this up let's kick it off we'll kick it off with with eli we'll go eli luke cut right perfect yeah man i think uh i just love and i appreciate wandy's energy i appreciate that she wraps such uh deep themes even though she's also just giving you the vibes i think that's just so so cool um and i appreciate all the optimism she has man i think it's it's uh it's incredible to see her get so many incredible looks even outside of our space but just stay so humble about it so i love this episode i appreciate wande for coming through and i'm excited to see what she's got coming into 2021 she uh she hyped it up a little bit so we gotta uh, hold her to it yeah she said it's gonna be a lituation i believe so uh yeah i thought it was cool i mean um she's she was really happy to tell us whatever she rolled with the punches whenever she couldn't um, get some of that Febreze, the Febreze bars and the baby Yoda stuff. Like she just kind of rolled with it. It's always, it's always good for an icebreaker there. And um, yeah, I just thought it was cool watching her uh, uh, build the Vegeta bar. I thought that was a, a cool little thing. She was talking about her thought process with that. And then um, her just honesty of what it's like um now for her and uh as she's as she's uh growing in in her music uh career and all of that stuff so it's it was cool to hear about all that word, word. I, I thought it was dope too you know what i'm saying the the album is like it's like a, a it's a sampler it's an appetizer because as he said she's coming up with 2021 you know when you be in the kitchen and mama be like hey boy taste that right there you take a little mm-mm. okay i like that you know what i'm saying let you get ready for what's to come so if, if 2021 tastes anything like this album i'm gonna make sure i got seconds and thirds on the way little to go box tucked to the side you know what i mean plus like one day she is super super nice she had a lot of joy like the embodiment like i know christ is embodiment you know what i'm saying but if if, if happy happy if joy could be bottled up as a perfume. One day is wearing that joy and she's selling it through win. So go to win and then, you know, and type in cut right and you might get a 0% discount. Yeah, you know I mean, but still go ahead and uh, and get that in, man. But yo, she she doing a lot, man. I, I love her personality and music, the vibe. And she got bars. It's crazy 
because she she said, I don't know who Vegeta is, but she had the saying in the Goku bar in the song. <laughs> so I was like, how was that my? See, but that's what Holy Spirit gave it to her. She didn't even know. She didn't even know what happened. They got the, in Dragon Ball Z or Dragon Ball Super, they got the Super Saiyan God. She actually channeled God for the Super <laughs> Saiyan line. All right. And uh, we will see you all next time. Peace.